0: Fast Forward Productions, the women are speaking. This is the Unfiltered Entrepreneur. My name is Ashley Pollard. Here you will find business tips, entrepreneurial advice, and an honest account of mistakes I make along the way. I will also have some friends along for the ride who can add in their own experience, obstacles, and what we can all learn from each other. Entrepreneurship can be a lonely road, but not in my circle. We are all in this together. Okay, so here's the thing. I worked in the fashion industry in corporate in New York City for 10 plus years. And if you've been in my space for a while, you've heard me say that. I've worked at some of the biggest brands in the fashion industry, and what's funny is that there's definitely some brands that were very weird about hiring, let's call it like the cool girls. One brand I worked for had a rule that fashion girls only go out below 14th Street, which is basically saying like the rest of New York City was trash, which I clearly don't believe, but I always thought it was funny and it stuck with me. So not only am I going to be exposing some of those funny rules and insider secrets and the ways the fashion industry worked, but also some of my debaucherous, wild and crazy stories that I have of my time in the fashion industry. Tune in each week to Below 14th Street, which are my episodes inside of the Unfiltered Entrepreneur, where I'm giving you the inside scoop. Hi guys, welcome back to Below 14th Street, my unhinged recap of all of my shenanigans and stories from the fashion industry. I'm so excited to be doing this. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And I don't know, I might get in trouble. So join me for the ride. Today is really exciting because I'm sharing the story about one of my, I would say one of the coolest jobs that I had, and not necessarily to the public or anything like that. But it was cool to me because it really meant a lot. And I think that I very much believe that the beginning of your career can really set you up for success if you get confident. If the beginning of your career gives you confidence, you'll keep going because it, it gave you that confidence. And if the beginning of your career is tough, it might stifle you because that's your belief is that it's always going to be tough. And this experience, I think, set me up for success. And I can't wait to like meet her one day and tell her about, maybe I'll DM her, I should DM her. But anyway, I just wanted to share that today I'm talking about how I got the job at People's Revolution. Now I'm definitely gonna age myself here. I'm currently 35. And I know that some of you guys think I'm like 27 because I'm like, they look like so young. I'm just kidding, that was for myself. But I'm currently 35. And I think that if you are, let's say 33, three to thirty seven you'll for sure get this reference i would think but maybe not so a little bit of backstory if you are younger than me there was a show that i'm sure you've heard about called the hills starring lauren conrad it was a spinoff of laguna beach you don't have to have seen those but lauren conrad is friends with this girl whitney port whitney port moves to new york and then the hills spins off into the city The reason for that is because that's what you call New York when you live there. It's like, oh, I'm in the city this weekend. You know, let's go out in the city, that kind of thing. So this went off into the city. Whitney Port starts working in the fashion industry. She's now like a big time name. I think she has a line with Kohl's and her own product line, a few things like that. But Whitney Port and Lauren Conrad on the hills interned for a PR company called People's Revolution, and then Whitney Port on the city worked for People's Revolution. People's Revolution was started by a woman named Kelly Catron, who still runs it to this day. And Kelly Catron is a bad bitch motherfucker, okay? She's so rad, so inspiring, so incredibly cool. And I watched that show and Kelly Catron got like kind of, I don't even want to say a bad name for herself because I don't think it was negative, but she made a name for herself that she was like a don't fuck with me bitch, you know? The lay of the land looks like this. I'm going to set you up for success, but don't step out of bounds. And girl boss before girl boss was a thing. And she's like not girly annoying. She's just a businesswoman. And I loved it. The second that I saw her, I know some people were like, oh, my God, she's terrifying. I would never want to work with her. I had the total opposite reaction. When I saw her on TV, I was like, I would do anything to work for this woman. I would do anything to learn from her. I want to emulate don't fuck with me energy the way that she does. I want to run a business the way that she does. I want to, like, learn everything from this woman. I just was obsessed. I was obsessed with her. Not like creepy stalker stand outside your window with a boombox, but she inspired me. And she came out with this book, If You Want to Cry, Go Outside. I still think everyone should read this book. Now, it's definitely, like, Dated in the sense that people are probably not going to agree anymore. For instance, if you didn't like that Kim K statement that's like, people don't want to work these days, you're probably not going to like this book. However, I agree with Kim. There are a lot of people who don't want to work these days. And the book, If You Want to Cry, Go Outside, is basically like, we're here to do a job, take your personal shit elsewhere. I'm dumbing it down. There's also like really great business advice in there and really feminist like ideas and. I read that book so backwards and forwards that the covers fell off and I had to buy a second book and then the covers fell off again. And I still have it to this day, which is like so funny. So I read this book incredibly, like to a T. I have to read it again. I wonder how much of it has affected like my growth as a leader and as a businesswoman myself. But I loved it. Anyway, I moved for the summer before I graduated to New York City. I was living in NYU housing right by Washington Square Park. I mean, dream, dream location. If you know the city, like, holy shit, it was unbelievable. And I lived there for the summer. I had a meal card, so I was eating. Thank goodness I had saved up for it. I got an extra job in college just to pay for it. So my parents hadn't paid for it. That was a really big deal to me to be able to come to New York. And I thought I was going to live there for the summer, get some experience and be able to get a good job in St. Louis with that internship experience or move to Chicago. and, And then my career derailed and I worked in New York in the fashion industry for 10 years. Side note. How I actually got started was that I was watching Project Runway the year that Christian Siriano was on the show. Again, dating myself. This must have been 2010. And Christian Siriano was on the show and this woman won the show. And I don't remember her name now. And she won. And I immediately got out my laptop, sent her an email, found her email somewhere on a website, I assume. And said, you're gonna blow up now that this is out. And I will do anything to help you. I'll cut patterns. I'll answer customer service emails. I'll package orders. I don't care what I'll do, what I need to do, I won't get paid. I will do anything. I just need like an entrance into the fashion industry. So she was like, Great, come on out. We'd love to have you. We'll email you on this day. So I buy a flight, I get my NYU housing. I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna work for that store project runway. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I write her a week before him, super excited. Let me know where I need to go, what day no response. I get out there. Hey, like I'm here. I just landed. Let me know where I can go. I can start today. I just need to drop my bags off. Nothing. And it's this cycle, right, where I'm like not caring back. And I'm like, oh, my God, I came out here. I have college credits writing on the fact that I have an internship this summer. Like someone has to sign off on the fact that I did an internship. And it was frightening. So I finally find an internship on like fashioninternships.com, which was a website. It might still be. For this zipper company it wasn't ykk if you guys are like in the industry it wasn't ykk it was something else i can't remember the business so i start interning at this zipper company of all fucking places and i'm coordinating manufacturing appointments i am executive assistant to the founder it's a small office there's like three people that work there and i'm like this is fine but like there's gotta be something better out there the city the show the city was very popular Kelly Catron had a show of her own called Kel on Earth, which is definitely a testament to like her bad bitch energy. And so I'm like, how do I get a job there? I'm in the same city. I think this woman is amazing. And I really want to work for Kelly Catron. And so I'm telling my mom this. I'm like, what's a creative way that I can be seen by them? Like, what if I send food delivery with a note that says, please hire me for an intern? And my mom was like, you're overthinking this. Just call them. And I'm like, no, there's no way. there's a way I could just like call. And she's like, just call them. So I call and I'm like, hi, my name is Ashley. I would do anything for an unpaid internship. Are you guys hiring? And they were like, yes. Oh my God, please. Yes, yes, yes. When can you start? And I was like, sitting in the zipper office. And I'm like, I can start now. And they were like, done, come on down. And so I walk into the founder's office and I was like, hi, I quit. And they were like, what? And I was like, yep, bye. I don't work here anymore. Got on the subway. I couldn't have, like, said I was sick and then gone and tested it out and, like, seen if I liked it. Like, I was just like, I will lick the floor. I don't care if it's bad. I don't care if I'm, like, you know, here all day. I don't care if I'm here all night. I don't care how they treat me. I just want to work in Kelly Couture's office. So I get on the train. I go down to Soho. I go to the office. And there's this, like, round table of four or five people and some interns, but not really. Kelly was there and I was like, hi, I'm here for the internship. And they were like, great. Can you steam garments? And I'm like, yeah, I could steam anything. Like, yes, I could steam shoes. I don't care. I, I'll steam a tie. I'll do it. I'll like literally like scrub the floor. I don't care. They sent me upstairs to the showroom and I was just steaming items. And I was like, this is the best day of my entire life. I don't care. Best day of my whole life. Oh my God, oh my God, my God. And I took that internship from Oscar de la Renta. Actually, that might have been afterwards. But I definitely had always had this mindset, maybe from the book, of like, be seen and not heard. So like, this was not my space. This was not my job. I was there to get the experience and get it on my resume and do what was asked. And so that's what I did. I came in every single day. I was prompt. I was early. I stayed late. I offered to do more. I was proactive. I started doing PR clippings, which is basically like if you have a client, you like scour the internet for information about them and you... Take a screenshot and put it into the press clippings document and stuff like that. Just like PR stuff. I was doing the standard, like getting coffee. There was this new thing, fashion GPS that had just came out. So I was barcoding all the items and scanning them into the system and like making this whole massive database of all of the stuff in the showroom. It was just, it was great. It was great. And I was seen and not heard. And I think that they appreciated that because some people like to go in and they're like, you know what I think is? And it's like, shut your fucking mouth. Like, you're an intern, you know, like, no offense, but like, you're here for two months, you know, and like what you know you learned in a class, what we know we learned from the meeting with our client. And I knew better. Let them do their job, stay out of the way, get the internship experience and go on with your life. And that was how I got in. That was how I got in. I have more stories about working with Kelly and how I got to get out location with her. But I'll leave you with that for now. And I'll tell that story on another episode if you guys are even interested. But highly recommend reading. If you don't want to cry, go outside. I should probably reread it again. But God, I must have read that book. That might be the most read book of my whole life. I must have read it 15, 20 times. And there was something really powerful about that experience, about like all I had to do was call. I just called them an app. And this is what's crazy. This is, I can't believe I left this out. I hope you're still listening. This is what was crazy is that I was like, how do they need help? How do they need internship help right now when their TV show is on the air? Like, aren't, isn't there a line out the door to work here? Like, aren't people begging for an internship? And so once I got a little bit comfortable, maybe people had left by the end of the day. It might've been the first day, might've been the second day. But I remember saying to someone who had a full-time job there, like, I don't know how you guys have trouble finding interns because I thought that, you know, I would have to like be in line of like a hundred people to even be seen to get a job here. And they said to me, you would be so surprised. I think we're not really hearing a lot because people assume we don't need anyone. And I think that that has always stayed with me, especially from a sales capacity Like, well, I don't want to reach out out to them. Of course, they have a social media manager. I don't want to reach out to that person. They have branding. They don't need a rebrand. And the thing is like, you don't know. Maybe they don't like their branding. Maybe they do want to rebrand. Maybe they do need new photography. Maybe they do need a fractional CMO. Maybe they do need finance, whatever the fuck you do. you know. And I think it always stayed with me, this idea of you won't know anything unless you ask. Stop making assumptions. And if you want the thing, stop skirting around all of these, like, flailing, fragrant ways of being seen and just ask, do you need help? I can help. And that's always stayed with me. And Kelly, if you're listening to this, I can't tell you how much I've learned from you and how grateful I am for you. You never would remember me because I was just a little dweeb in the corner, steaming my clothes. But I hope this makes its way to you somehow. Maybe I'll send it to you because it fully changed my life. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Tune into another episode in the future of Below 14th Street or binge them if you're listening in the future. And I'll catch you next time. Before we go, there's a couple things I want you to remember on these episodes. I'm obviously all about helpful information and telling stories about my life. And part of being a human telling her story means that even though I'm trying my best, my memory may not always be serving me perfectly. Some facts in here might end up being inaccurate or changed or incorrect. You know, if I get a date wrong or a specific place where I was at, just know that I'm doing my best to recall from memory and piecing these stories together from you. There's also some cases where I may have changed a name or something that can refer back to a specific person so that I don't cause controversy with someone or a brand and make sure that everybody is protected. Doesn't change the point of these stories. They're all still my own and these are all actual experiences from my life. So the stories themselves are not fabricated. They're just maybe some details that maybe I got wrong from memory or maybe that I'm trying to cover up so that everybody who listens feels protected and we can laugh and enjoy ourselves. Thank you for listening.